Welcome to another YFE Chat Live where we gather every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern online to network and learn from our young female entrepreneur peers. Tonight's guest, That Tech Girl, Liberty Madison helps translate the world of tech to everyday people. Tonight she's doing just that, giving us the lowdown on wearable tech, Google Glass, and sharing about what's really going on in tech as a female in Silicon Valley. So thank you all so much for coming tonight. I'm your host, Jennifer Dono. Uh, you can tweet me using at Jennifer Dono and of course using the hashtag YFE chat. Tonight's episode is episode 95 and it is brought to you by Ovali TV. Ovali believes in building community through shared experiences. We produce professional live webcasts that bring tribes together. And by MailChimp. MailChimp is the best way to design, send, and share email newsletters. You can get started today at MailChimp.com for free. So everyone, thank you so much for showing up live, for watching this video. Tonight's guest, like I said, is Liberty Madison. She's someone I'm a big fan of. I love following her on Instagram. She's a Google Glass wearer, and she's doing some really cool things in Silicon Valley as a female in tech. And so uh, before we bring Liberty on, I wanted to do a couple things as far as what's going on with you youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com. First thing, of course, is to sign up at yfe.me forward slash mailed it for more about what's happening at YFE, uh, including the daily action calendar that happens every day. We update our Instagram with it. It's just a daily action that we can all take together and build community. Um, at the same time, we also have the Bootstrap Book Club going on. And let's go ahead and bring Stacy back on because we're reading Jab, 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 Right Hook, which my co-host Stacy for Young Female Entrepreneurs, you guys are probably tweeting with her at uh, YF Entrepreneur. Stacy is also a co-host of the Bootstrap Book Club <coughs> along with Vicky Lashenko, who's on the chat tonight. <coughs> so Stacy, tell us about these bootstrappers that have been answering uh, questions. We're on Q4, actually, of the discussion. We are, and there has been a lot of answering and a lot of, even more than just answering the question, just great discussion and give and take and bringing like even more than just a simple answer, which I love to see. And I think is what the whole premise of the book is about is really like sharing this information. So I wanna give two shout outs. Well, I really kind of secretly wanna give three because I wanna say a big shout out to my co-host, Vicky Lushenko, who's co-hosting with me. She had the best question this week. It was just so good. It's about Pinterest and it's good. Um, so if you're not in there, join us because it's good stuff. Um, but I wanna answer, I wanna shout out to two people to answer questions. Uh, Terry Moore, who's been really great answering questions and has had some really great insights. And also Bree Davies. Um, she's had some really great insights as well, and she started a really cool um, article about Pinterest this week. So that was really interesting. Um, and question five comes out tomorrow. So join tonight. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's a very lively discussion. You guys are doing such a phenomenal job with questions, oh, as usual. Thank so thank you so much for that, Stacey. We're going to bring Liberty on now. So Stacey, where can everyone be tweeting with you at YF Entrepreneur? And what's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at the Stacey Harris. Awesome. Well, thank you, Stacey. Well, I'll talk to you at the end of the show again. Yep. Bye, guys. All right, everyone. So who is excited to talk? Google Glass, wearable tech, uh, women in Silicon Valley. I am. Uh, so the next uh, 25 minutes or so, we're doing Q&A. If you have a question for Liberty, if you're interested in the whole Google Glass wearable tech thing, let us know. Chat in um, in the chat, and I'll try and catch them. But for right now, let's go ahead and bring on Liberty. Liberty Madison, that tech girl. She helps translate the world of tech to everyday people. Welcome onto the show, Liberty. 
Hi, thank you so much, Jennifer. I appreciate it. I have to say, Liberty is, um, she is what, like having an affair with, um, <laughs> we're on Skype right now and I'm <laughs> saying thank you so much because she's definitely all Google. So Liberty, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know I said that I follow you on Instagram, but what exactly do you do? I, you, you promote tech? You know, it's interesting, and that's one of the things in Silicon Valley is no one does exactly one thing. So it's like when you <laughs> say, what do you do? The next question is, how can I help you? What do you need? So whatever you need, I can definitely probably help you with it um, and just kind of go from there. But I guess in outside of California language, it would more so be in the realm of TV hosting, production, spokesperson, and really just connecting and explaining technology and startups to everyday people. I love exciting people and getting them just energized about innovation. So I enjoy that. So what's your background exactly? How did you get into the Silicon Valley scene? Because I mean, right before you tweeted something about uh, tonight's thing and I saw like instantly somebody invited you to an event tonight and you're constantly at these Silicon Valley events. So how did you get into the scene? Um, well, my background is event marketing and television and film. So I really just did a complete shift in my life and I wanted to focus on something that I thought would enhance a person's everyday life and really not just enhance entertainment, but just enhance every aspect of your life. And for me, that's technology. Now, how many follows fo followers do you have on Instagram? Um, currently on Instagram, and I love that you keep mentioning that because that is my place. I absolutely adore Instagram. And I think I'm at about um, 10,000 maybe. Yeah, you have a very engaged audience too. Whenever you post something, people are always commenting. So Liberty, tell us, you know, let's get straight into this whole Google Glass wearing. How did you get into, how did you get an invite? How did you get into yeah. it? Why did you want to wear them in the first place? Um, you know what? It was, so. well, to answer your question, why did I want to wear it? Because it's awesome. Like, why wouldn't you want to wear it? And it took me a while to get an invite. I'd been trying for literally over a year to get invited to glass. And it was kind of one of those Silicon Valley stories where you're at the right place at the right time. And I was coordinating a startup crawl with the city and with the city of San Francisco. And I happened to run into Fred Davis, who a lot of people know. It's like one of the founders for a lot of various startups like CNET and just all these different companies. And we were chatting him and his wife and one of them said, how can you be that tech girl and you don't have Google Glass? It <laughs> makes no sense, right? And I was like, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. But to be honest, because Glass only gives you three invites, it's like you have to be in their family are their firstborn or somebody to get one of those three invites because obviously your network is larger than three people, you know? And whenever I've tried to connect with people who had glass, they were out of invites and couldn't help me. And I just happened to be at the right place at the right time. And a few days later, after we just, you know, kind of chat and we just really connected, after that, they called me up and they were like, you know, we sat down and we thought about it and we would love to invite you to glass. Well, and 
a couple people are asking on here if you wear glass all the time now that you have it. Because, I mean, you wait all this time to get it, you pay money, and then you have them, and they're really cool, first of all. So do you wear them all the time? We were talking a little bit about this before the show and how I personally um, would not want to wear glass just because I feel like I would be constantly bombarded by people mm-hmm. being like, oh, my gosh, there's Google Glass. <laughs> So, and I just would, I would totally lose energy. So do you wear them all the time? You know what? I, it's, I would have to say it's a mixture of both. One, the question is very interesting because it's kind of like saying, do you take your phone with you everywhere? And for most people, the answer would be yes, right? That's, that's the answer because it's to communicate and, and things of that nature. So my response is yes, I wear glass all the time. And so I did a few like social experiments with it. And one was pretty funny. I actually wore glass to a nightclub. And it was pretty funny because people thought it was so awesome. And they would let you in free. They let you skip the line. Just all this craziness that you can't even imagine just from wearing glass. But then you have those people that literally this one girl's like dancing next to me. And she's like trying to make fun of me. She's like, can you believe that girl has Google Glass on in the club? (laughs) And I was like, you know, I, I can't be rude because I am a glass explorer and you are representing the brand. You know, you can't be rude. So I just kind of lean over next to her friend while she's dancing. I'm like, yeah, it's invite only, right? <laughs> like, that was my response. And it, it's just kind of the, the same situation with anything some people are positive about it and some people aren't. Well, and it's funny, Corey was saying something beforehand about, uh, about, um, being afraid of Google Glass. And that's another side is the, the privacy issue. And even Stacy brought up the point of somebody going to a movie and got arrested for wearing glass. And so there's there's a lot that goes into the whole data and bringing things in, recording video. Uh, what are your thoughts on Google and privacy? I mean, has that ever been an issue for you? Um, well, actually, yes. It's been an issue for me on several occasions. And for one, I'll give you kind of an example at my hackerspace, a lot of people really did not want Google Glass to have a presence there. And at one point, I felt like I had to choose between Google Glass and my hackerspace. And I'm not going to lie, like Google Glass was winning. Like, you know, I, just, <laughs> I was like, Google Glass, right? So I, I limited my interaction there. But on the other hand, to address some of the questions like Corey had and just being concerned about it, it is real in the the movie situation. It's really about people being, I, I don't want, I hate to say it, but just being ignorant to new technology. Because once you explain what glass can do, most people go, oh, okay, I had no idea. So it's just the not misinformation. They're just not informed about the capabilities of glass. And it literally only does seven things and it's the exact same thing that your phone does so it's not doing anything that anyone walking around with you know a smartphone android or ios or windows platform whatever it's not doing anything different than those particular capabilities the only thing that's different is that it's a new form factor and that brings fear to a lot of people because it's change. That's true. I, I've never really thought about it that way. The, the one thing that I, I was thinking of is the fact that it, because you are wearing it when you have a phone, usually you can see someone 
you know, oh, bring no, out the phone the and record the video. But at the same time, if you record the video, you could be texting. You could be like on Modern Family Light um, last night. <laughs> okay, I'm going to bring it up. I'm a little nerdy for watching this. But anyway, they were like, oh, I'll pretend I'm texting and I'll record the video the whole time. So, I mean, exactly. you can do the same thing on your phone. I it's mean, it's just a moral, I guess, a more so of a user issue because I've got plenty of unauthorized photos on my cell phone from random people, you know, like that you take on your on your phone, just on your headset. So there is no real difference between glass. It's just people aren't accustomed to it. They're not used to it. And I think that brings a lot of prejudice and that combined with the ignorance of technology. Like you don't understand it. So obviously you hate it. Like that's the first response of a human reaction is I don't want this. I don't understand it. And I, once once you explain it to people and say, hey, unless you make everyone in this room leave their phone at the door, you can't ask me to take my glass off. It does the exact same thing that everyone in this room can do on their phones. Well, that makes sense. Now, I mean, there's apart from Google Glass, there, there's a contact lens now coming out with some similar features. And apart from just that type of thing, there's watches, there's all sorts of wearable tech. Uh, where do you see wearable tech going in the future? Um, you know, I just I had a conversation about this the other day, and I think right now that people just really have to get on board with wearable technology. It is kind of like, you know, a few years ago when the TV came out and a lot of radio people were like, oh, this is just a fad. It's never going to catch on and not realizing that it was a new medium. You know, it's a new form factor to get the word out, to get the message out. And that's the same thing with wearable technology. It's not going anywhere and you really just have to get on board and accept it. But it, it's also the same thing when, when your cell phones start to evolve. A lot of people, when smartphones started to evolve into what they are now as, as for smartphones and they just weren't that candy bar phone from Nokia, you know, a few years ago, a lot of people were marching against the fact that everyone around you will have a camera and people did not like that. And That's now funny. it's not I do a remember that. Yeah. So <laughs> whenever you whenever you relate these things and have the discussion with people, they go, Oh yeah. Or oh, okay. And and so that kind of, you know, helps them learn more about it and relate to it better. Well see what I'm really excited about with wearable tech is, you know, it's one thing to make hardware sexy again because I think for a really long time we were really focused in on these social media sites and how we're interacting online versus you know how we're actually using the technology in the hands how we're interacting with the with the hardware with the phone with whatever it is and so that's going to be exciting but on the flip side the market around these phones you're creating a whole new ecosystem you're creating you know these watches and like little things that can go with the watches and so with that being said you've actually created something that you accessorize your google glass with and it's a python um ear code so tell us more about that i think this is really cool well thank you so much um i don't know if you can see it kind of with the i'll take this out for a second if you can see that there and basically what the Python ear code is, when I created the Python ear code, I wanted to 
create something that was appealing to techies as well as non-techies because that's my audience like the non-techie people and i want to get people excited about coding and technology and innovation because that is truly where your freedom is going to come from and basically the python error code is the way to cultivate conversation as a play on the python coding language um so a lot of people and especially women they get excited when they see it on because they're like, oh my God, what the heck is that? And that gives me the opportunity to cultivate conversation about technology. And to be funny, I would say that happens more than Google Glass. And a lot of people come up, they'll be like, hey, I know you think I'm going to talk to you about your Google Glass, but what's that on the side of your head? Like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you know, that that's crazy. That's interesting. So yeah, the Python Air Code is a play on the Python coding language, and it really just helps cultivate the conversation for technology for techies and non-techies. And I'll, I'll give you an example of a non-techie. I was at an event, and I'm just walking down the road on the way to the event, and this girl goes, oh my gosh, what is that? I really love it. I'm like, oh, you know, it's the Python Air Code. It's a play on the Python coding language. You should develop app. Just blah, 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 right? She goes, yeah, I don't understand what you just said and I don't really care but can I buy that <laughs> well that's and a great point that was, and it was interesting because it creates that conversation to bridge the gap for technically maybe a lot of women aren't interested in technology and coding but I think this gives them a window to discuss it and figure out why I like it. So, I mean, you're this gorgeous woman, like you were saying, that you go out and you get uh, asked about your, your earpiece. And um, you're on Instagram, actually. One of the things, uh, before I get into the Silicon Valley piece, you're releasing this new ear, uh, the Python ear code, slowly, just kind of like Google Glass is doing. So how can actually, people, yes. how can people <laughs> get an invite to get one of the Python ear codes? Well, what we're doing right now is we're actually following the Google model because they've been so successful in general and so successful just with when the Gmail invites rolled out and Google and the Google Wallet invite. So we're just marrying that. And we have a limited run and we're inviting people either knowing one of the team members or messaging and saying why you're interested and you know being a part of the python air code and just kind of telling your story that way and we're inviting slowly i love that because you're creating a culture of people that are wearing it there's a story behind it there's excitement there's people it's community that owns this and it i just well, it's community and we want people to take you know to like take charge and make, not make a statement as well as a fashion statement but make a statement you know that says hey i'm interested and futuristic things, or I'm interested in innovation, or I'm interested in startups, and it's like that's a secret what it's code. You go exactly. to these events, and you're it. all wearing the the. I like it. So you're at these uh, Silicon Valley events, and you're a female that you know you definitely stand out. You have gorgeous hair. You always have like a bright red lipstick. Do you ever feel? I wore it up for you. I wore my hair up just for you. <laughs> so uh, with being a female in the valley, I mean, do you? You must stand out. Do you ever feel intimidated? You go to. You don't just go to these like female only tech events. You go to hacker events. Do you feel intimidated? Well, you know what? I typically don't go to female only events, and it's not because. I have anything against female only events. It's just that's really not the real world for me. 
and the real world is both genders, you know? So I typically just go to tech events. I don't look for anything that says, you know, like mixed race tech events or black tech events or, you know, female, I just go to tech events. So if it's a female tech event, I go, if it's whatever, I, I just go because I enjoy technology and startups. So, and Renata wants to clarify the Python, the ear code, it's just, I mean, it's an accessory. It's a fashion accessory. It doesn't have function past, you know, just being a statement piece, right? It is a statement piece and we're rolling out the functionality probably later this year. Currently it is a statement piece and it does represent innovation and technology and startups. Okay, perfect. And so one of the things that we've been talking about in Silicon Valley that's happened uh, in the last couple of weeks is uh, some Twitter feuds and little things like that happening around the launch conference or its launch summit. I forget what it's called by Jason is it his last name Kalikanakis? Kalikanakis? Uh, so, oh, okay. So he's came out with a whole, um, he launched his event with 100% male speakers being represented, which was a really big deal. And so do you feel like at these events, do you feel like there's any underlying discrimination uh, with females or do you feel like it's not underlying, it's actually really present or is there none at all? I, I want to say first that I wasn't aware of any Twitter feud between him and his event. So I don't know. I get bombarded with so, I don't want to say bombarded. I will say invited. I get invited to so many events. Some of them just slip my mind or just kind of you know go right past me and I don't hear about them. So I'm not familiar with the particular event you're talking about. So sorry. Um, as so I really can't comment on it because I'm just not familiar with it. Well, on, at events in general, do you feel like you're you're welcomed as a female or do you feel like people are like, who's that chick doing over, you know, what's she doing over there? <laughs> um, I will say for me, I for me, wherever I go, because I live and walk in positive energy, I feel welcomed at the gas station. I feel like they are waiting for me to come. <laughs> <laughs> they woke up this morning you know, so I've, they could welcome me. Liberty, so. thank you for saying that, actually, because, you know, as, as funny as it sounds, uh, I've actually talked to a couple of females true. in the last couple of weeks, and they're like, there's such horrible discrimination in my industry, and I know that that's not always the case. Sometimes I just no. want to be like, maybe it's not women in general. Maybe it's just you have a bad attitude, which I know is not always the case. And that's not what everyone wants to hear. But sometimes that's how I feel. <laughs> no, it's funny that you say that. And I think, and again, you know, if anybody follows me on Instagram, I am definitely not into labels because I think, and I know, and I believe they just separate you further. They just separate you further from the whole. And I look at everything as a whole and inclusive. So I would have to say no on, on my end. But I mean, it could be the same thing as if someone, for your example, you're running into these people. If they are getting presented with just, you know, they, they're feeling they're getting presented with discrimination, there's always ways to overcome it. And refute the situation and it's all about the energy flow if you're projecting that that's what you're going to receive so don't walk into a situation saying that oh i'm the only female here oh my god i'm the only hispanic person here oh i'm the only black person no 
who does that? Who cares? <laughs> Go in, talk about <laughs> tech and startup. And I, I don't notice it until someone points it out to me. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, so that that would be my, my suggestion. I think we all are falling in love with Liberty Madison right now. Everyone's on the chat saying, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> so uh, the, the female focus event, like you said, it's not reality. It's not, you know, what you no. see going to a women only event. So. Like things that are happening in San Francisco right now, like Women 2.0 is coming there. Um, is that an event that you'll go and cover just so that you can show others in the female world that there's... That's the one thing that I do appreciate about female-only events is that it really does say, look, at there's 50 founders that are females of these companies. This is what's possible. And that's the one thing that I do really appreciate. Obviously, with young female entrepreneurs, I have to agree. I love to talk to other young female entrepreneurs, but I don't Hi. do it. I'm not doing it because of, you know, I'm making some kind of statement or I don't want to be around men. It's that I just, I, I'm doing it more for the social aspect. I like to talk right. about, you know, I like to talk about Python ear codes and stuff like that, <laughs> which some men might not appreciate as much, which I don't, I don't think I've seen some men rocking them. So, but yeah, anyway, um, what was uh, well, my question? Uh, <laughs> your question was, would the Women 2.0 event be yes. something that I would be interested to cover? Well, you know, the reason that I would, so the answer is yes, the reason that I would be interested to cover is not because it's Women 2.0, but because it's a massive move, like, it's a massive event. Yeah. So that would be kind of I love that perspective. Talk. Yeah, my draw to it is it's a major event. So why wouldn't you cover it? So with that in mind, my last question then is around women in Silicon Valley and the idea that, you know, there's there was some some Twitter about uh, the Who are Twitter. you following on Twitter? <laughs> I follow all the cool kids on Twitter, Liberty. <laughs> so anyway. Um, it's the Twitter drama. Okay, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm sorry to cough in the mic. Um, so the... There's some stuff going around with the Twitter board and the idea, you know, it just brings it present again that there's an absence of women in C-level positions and boards. Do you see that being more of an issue in the next couple of years, especially in Silicon Valley, the people that you're talking to? I don't get the feeling from the people I've met that are men that are consciously seeking out other men. Or I think, I feel like in the almost opposite, like they feel like they have to consciously seek out other women or seek out women. women. Well, you know what? I think um, if your question is what, what I think it is, do I feel that they will seek out women or is it that do I feel that more women will be in higher positions? Both. Which, I think both are great. Okay. Well, I think for one, and you have to really realize that we're all human and before you work with someone, you play with someone, you get to know people and you're at social events, right? So why not hire your friend? Over 80% of Americans get, job, get jobs based off a recommendation or someone they knew, right? So if you're constantly hanging out at female events, maybe they're not in the hiring position and maybe you're not building those relationships with your male counterparts that you should be doing and you're not building those relationships when other men may be building those relationships so that's why i say you can't separate yourself you just have to build relationships 
across the board and you'd, you'd be in those positions. That's a great point. So Liberty, thank you so much for joining us. Everything that you said, I want to be like, I stamp of approval. Thank you. know, <laughs> It's so eloquent the way that you say it too. I kind of fumble through things like that, but uh, you definitely inspired me. So where can everyone find you online? Definitely everyone has to follow Liberty on Instagram. Well, yeah. Number one, thank you. <laughs> I am on Instagram. I am always there just chatting away and I love hashtags. I'm always searching like awesome hashtags there. So I am on Instagram at, at Liberty Madison and I am at Twitter at, at Liberty Madison and you can find me there and just kind of branch out uh, from there from everywhere, YouTube, <laughs> Facebook, everywhere. Well, not so much Facebook, G+. Awesome. All right, Liberty, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. Hopefully it was helpful to someone. So find me, follow me, contact me, and we'll get you invited to the Python air code as well. Awesome. Thank you, Liberty. Have a great night. Thank you so much. Bye. Okay, so Liberty is the most fun, right? <laughs> uh, everyone, thank you so much for watching live. I'm going to bring Stacy on in just a second so we can do some wrap-up. And uh, make sure, of course, that you tweet out your takeaways and let us know what you're looking forward to as far as wearable tech goes. If you're going to take part in it, if you're afraid of Google Glass, if so, why? All that fun stuff below the video, around the blog post, wherever you're watching this. This has been Jennifer Donner, your host of YFE Chat Live. Hopefully we'll see you back here next Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern on YFELive.com. Thanks, everyone, and have a great night.